welcome to Fabulous and Fed, home of default and greatness. Go ahead and order when you're ready. Okay, some fast food stories. One interview with a fast food worker. Got it. Ooh, unfortunately, no Cecilia for today. Yup, just Father Raj. We apologize. Okay, double fries? Oh, double rice. Okay. Okay, pull on up to the window and enjoy your meal. This is fast food and fed. Our Western world is suffering from the hunger of spirit. What is up, fam? Welcome to Famished and Fed, this podcast where we talk about food and faith, where we look at different food topics and try to discover what we can learn from them, see what is good and true and beautiful about them. And it's no different today. Today we are looking at the topic of fast food. Just this past Monday was National Fast Food Day, so I'm sure plenty of you uh, maybe indulged a little bit in in some french fries or or burgers or fried chicken or whatever, and so we'll be talking about all that uh, today in today's episode, but uh, just a few show notes here before we dig in. Um, First, as you can probably tell, um, I'm flying solo today. Um, sadly, as as Aaron mentioned in the introduction, uh, I am not joined by Cecilia, um, the normal uh, co-host of Famished and Fed. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we couldn't get the schedule to work, and, and Cece's got a lot going on right now. So pray for Cece um, as uh, this family, this Famished and Fed fam, um, yeah, throw up some prayers for Cece. Cece, we miss you, and I know uh, <laughs> I know that fast food is near and dear to you, uh, but um, but other things are more important so uh, I, I'm sure I'm glad you're able to take care of that and I'm glad I can just hold down the the fort today um, flying solo like that last lonely chicken nugget in that box of, of 20 yep that's me today and um, it's a little it's like as I said in other episodes before when CC couldn't join where it's just a, just a little bit <clears throat> less lovely today a little less McLovely. <laughs> okay, that's bad joke count number one for today. Uh, I don't have CC to uh, to hold me back, so we're probably gonna get more bad jokes uh, throughout the day. Um, another quick <laughs> show note um, is um, I just want to thank all those who have been participating in our social media, um, entering our giveaway. Um, you still have a chance to enter our uh, friends of the family social media giveaway, where you can win some stickers. Um, some famine-fed swag, a hat, um, and a bunch of snacks, and a $15 Krispy Kreme donuts uh, gift card. So uh, check out our Instagram uh, to to enter. You have up, up until, I believe, 
November 25th, so just uh, a few more days here. So um, enter that giveaway, have a chance to win that and stuff. Uh, we want to thank you all um, in this month of Thanksgiving. We want to thank you all for, for listening and tuning in and being part of the Famine Fed family. So enter to win, um, and uh, yeah, we hope... Uh, we can continue to give away some good stuff for all of our friends of the family. Thanks to all those who um, gave in your recommendations for our fast food taste test. I didn't think it would be right for me to uh, do a taste test without CC, um, so we won't be doing the taste test uh, today, but we did see some awesome ones, so um, look forward uh, to us doing those taste tests in the future. Friends of the family. Speaking of uh, friends of the family, um, thanks to all those who have been writing us and, and messaging us about different things or, or engaging in our social media. A special shout out to uh, Jeremy, a listener and friend of the show who um, who gave us a, a topic that maybe hopefully we'll be able to cover in the future. He wants to talk about soup, so um, you're hearing it here, Jeremy. We'll, we'll take you up on that offer. We'll try and find some time to get you on, and we'll talk about soup. Um, and if any of you all uh, out there have ideas for show episodes, or if you know folks who would be great to talk about a particular topic, uh, let us know. Don't be afraid. Email us at uh, famandfed at urbanpicks.com. Alright. So, Getting right into it now, we're going to be talking about fast food today. And I know, I know fast food, um, it, it can have some negative uh, thoughts surrounding it. You know, fast food culture has, has maybe done some things to uh, make it more difficult to, to grow in virtue, you know, drive through mentality, uh, have it your way, right? All these things um, can sometimes uh, draw away, draw us away from virtue. Um, I'm not going to get too much into the negative today. Um, we're not going to discuss, you know, also um, the global impact of fast food. We know all those negative things uh, surround it. But just like things that, that can have negative things around it, like we've talked about in other episodes of the show, we want to focus on good things. We want to focus on what we can learn that is true and good and beautiful about these these food topics. And so hopefully today, maybe you'll learn a little bit about generosity and kindness. Um, you'll hear a little bit about, you know, our desire to uh, to experience good things, you know, cravings. Um, we'll talk about fellowship surrounded, um, surrounding that. And, and so because I don't have a co-host today, our, what you're going to get is kind of like a, a happy meal of good things. We're going to have an interview from from a fast food worker. We're going to have some stories regarding fast food and fast food restaurants. Uh, we may do we'll do a flashback and all these good things. We'll do some fun fast food facts, but uh thanks for tuning in and and just to kick things off uh, today um you know, we thought, what better way uh, to kind of dig deep into fast food culture uh, than speaking to a actual fast food worker. So um, uh, we had a wonderful opportunity to work with uh, Jessica LaPerga, who is a young adult here in the Diocese of Sacramento, who wanted to share a little bit about her experience working for a national fast food restaurant. So here's that interview now. Well, welcome, Jessica. It's good to have you here on uh, Famished and Fed, a special guest today to give us a little bit in of insight about um, the fast food employee life. We're celebrating uh, National Fast Food Day. So, um, Jessica, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us where you work? 
Hi, I'm Jessica. Um, I am an employee at a well-known chicken establishment called Chick-fil-A. Um, you know, it's it's quite popular amongst um, the Christian circles. Uh, and it's pretty, pretty quality chicken, if I say so myself. Thank you. Yes, I would also agree. I'm sure many of our listeners agree. Um, real quick, what, what's your favorite Chick-fil-A uh, menu item? All right. This is very much slept on. I don't think it gets enough hype as much as it deserves. It is the frosted strawberry lemonade. Mm. That's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've tried it. I haven't. I may have to try that. Um, mm-hmm. You know what one of my favorites is? Is the um, is the Oreo parfait. That also gets slept on, I think. Uh, that, but, I think um, but in chicken, in terms of chicken, it's all good. I, I enjoy all the Chick-fil-A chicken stuff items. <laughs> um I remember, you know, back in the day, even just going, having to go and go to the mall to go to Chick-fil-A in Fairfield. Oh. And it was still behind the grate and it'd be so sad when the grate was closed and you couldn't, couldn't get your, um, your, your fixing of Chick-fil-A. Anyway, Jessica, it, it's so great to have you here. Somebody who actually works in the industry. And, um, so we just want to ask you a couple of questions. Um, first, you know, our, our, our podcast is about, you know, finding, um, good things about uh the food about food culture and so um working in fast food what would you say is um good true or beautiful about about the fast food industry or about your job go ahead all right so this is my first job so i don't know if this is just applicable to like the food industry the fast food industry or if it's applicable to like all service industries but one thing that um has really struck me and i think it's the best thing about my job um, is the camaraderie I find amongst my employees um, and also um, just the variety of people I get to encounter on a day-to-day basis. Um, like I get to meet people from all walks of life, of course, and especially since um, the Chick-fil-A location I work at is right next to the highway. I get a lot of um, people who are just passing through. And so you get to hear stories of people from like all over California or and then you get to also meet, you know, like regulars. But yeah, I think that's what I think is what's awesome. Well, well, you mentioned hearing all these different stories. Do you have any uh, particular favorite memory working mm-hmm. in the fast food industry? A fast food memory. I know we see all those Chick Fil A commercials, and you know, one day maybe you'll be on one uh, telling <laughs> telling this story. So, what is the story, Jess? Okay, one story of a customer. I don't know. I feel like I've encountered like a famous person before, but I just didn't know it. But you could, you know, you could feel that it was a famous person. One time there, I was working in a drive-thru and this black SUV comes and it's like all like tinted black windows. Right. Um, And then the driver, he, he like rolls down his window just like a little bit. And I'm like, hi, I have an order for, and there was a question mark. There was no name on the order. I was like, I have a eight count nugget meal, large with this Dr. Pepper and a 30 count nugget meal. And I'm reading back the order and the driver's like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." and he's wearing, and I noticed that he's wearing glasses through like as little as I could see through his window tint. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I was looking at the people in the dark. I was like, because I'm waiting for the food to come and I'm trying to like peek into like the backseat of the passenger, but it's like all tinted, but I could hear like the driver, like mumbling to the back. Like, yeah. okay. And he has like a, like a Bluetooth thingy. And I, was uh-huh. like, I think so. Um, and so I never, I never got to see who that person was because when I like handed him food, the driver, like, like rolled it down enough so that he could get his hand through and like drag the food in. But I never got uh-huh. to see who it was. But oh, I still believe to this day that that was a famous person. I don't know who, but I'm pretty sure they were famous.
Well, there you go. Chick-fil-A for, 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 you know, humble folks like you and me and also people in, in black SUVs with tinted windows and everything. I mean, it must have been some, some little celebrity or, or rich person because they ordered what? 30 pieces of chicken nuggets? It was, I was expecting That's like, I mean, I could say they had good taste though. They ordered, they had the 30 count nugget meal, a salad, it was a cob salad, no tomato. I remember that. No grip tomato because I wow. remembered. We okay. had to wait on it because they didn't want tomatoes on. Very good. And question mark. So if 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 you are the celebrity that went through um, Jessica's Chick Fil A in in Fairfield, California, <laughs> and you ordered a meal with a question mark, let us know. Yes. Uh, you can email us at uh, famonefed at urbanpigs dot com. <laughs> we want to know. The people want to know. Awesome, Jessica. Well. Um, Anything else you want to share with us about uh, you have another story or anything else you want to share with us about working in the fast food industry? Um, I can say that I'm very surprised at how much like that Chick-fil-A kindness um, is reciprocated by customers because you hear all these like horror stories from um, the service industry. But I think, um, you know, that Chick-fil-A demeanor really does help um, in customer service because I noticed like even when I encounter those customers who are like having a particularly like bad day or just have like a little bit of an attitude when I like use that, you know, that Chick-fil-A perkiness or um, they, they reciprocate it just like a little bit. I'm like, hi. And they go, hi. I was like, can't, what can I get for you? They're like, Oh, can I get a, and they, that kindness um, is reciprocated. So I would say awesome. it's a good tip to have in life. Spread the kindness. Spread mm-hmm. the kindness. Do you have any other tips for for those who visit uh, Chick Fil A? We don't want to get you in trouble. <laughs> no, no secret things or no, no, you know, behind the scenes. Thing, but any just uh, tips okay. to customers when ordering or, or use use the Chick Fil A One app. That mobile app is amazing. Get your rewards. You get, I think, mm. a point per every ten dollars um, you spend, and then you can um, earn, rack up those rewards really quick. Because I don't know about you, but I ordered awesome. a lot, um, and also. It's good to have that app because then you could do curbside pickup, which is so much faster than the drive through. I'm telling you, people are so shocked at how fast their food comes out when they order curbside mm-hmm. rather than going through the drive through. Awesome. Well, well thanks uh, for sharing that. I'm going to ask you your opinion on I'm gonna, a hot take on, on one thing that, that I heard recently. Um, uh, one of our, actually, uh, you know, you know him, Aaron Santos. Uh, he, he records our introductions. He's a member of the Famine Fed family. But he told me recently that um, that he did something, and I want your opinion on it, whether it's it's okay to do it or not okay. Ah. Right? He, he told me that he took a Popeye's chicken sandwich and then he put Chick Fil A sauce on it. Is that okay? Is that allowed? Okay. In terms of morality and ethics, <laughs> I would say no. I feel a little bit um. I feel a little bit attacked. I don't know. It just feels like um like like betrayed. I, you can yeah, say a little it. bit. Do you feel betrayed by it? Like, That's okay. Yeah. If you're gonna eat a Popeyes chicken sandwich, you gotta eat it with the Popeyes sauce and the Popeyes coleslaw. You know. I just think the seasoning on the Popeyes chicken. Okay, I'm going to say this. I hope it doesn't get me in trouble. I love the Popeye's chicken sandwich, okay? I'm going to say that unabashedly. <laughs> okay. But it, the Chick-fil-A sauce, it just, I just don't think it complements the seasonings that come on the sandwich as much as it would on a Chick-fil-A sandwich. And that's, that's, the, that's just what I think. Awesome. Well, thanks for that insight, Jessica. Um, uh, you're welcome on uh, Famine Fed anytime if you ever want to. <laughs> 
talk about a topic, let us know. We'll bring you back on. Um, and so and for our listeners, let us know if you if you agree. If you uh, Are we allowed to mix sauces and sandwiches from fast food places? Let us know. Yeah. Jessica's given us our, her take. And um, uh, But thanks again, Jessica. This is great. Thanks for um, having me. <laughs> peace. Bye. Well, that was great. Uh, thanks again to Jessica for, for sharing that insight. Um, some funny stories. And yeah, yeah, if, uh, if that celebrity wants to contact us, contact us. We want to know. We want to know who you were pulling up to that Fairfield uh, Chick-fil-A. But again, uh, wonderful uh, woman of God sharing how she's spreading a little bit of joy in the world. So thanks again, Jess. I hope you all learned a little bit more about working in the fast food industry and, and um, be kind. Be kind to your fast food workers out there, everyone. We're going to shift gears here and uh, mix it up from... One lovely woman serving God through Chick-fil-A uh, to a flashback of a conversation that that um, three lovely women had on one of our previous episodes. So a uh, flashback to our pregnancy cravings episode. And I know I mentioned that Cecilia is not here today, but you get to hear her voice as she, uh, Lisa and Romelia, share a little bit about uh, pregnancy cravings and uh, fast food. So tune in for a couple stories here from uh, these three lovely ladies. Now, I'm a Nugget fan (laughs) since, I don't want to say birth, but for a very long time, I have loved Nuggets. (laughs) That's like my go-to order. And I have to eat them with sweet and sour sauce. Now, they don't always have sweet and sour sauce. And usually that's forgivable. But there was a time I remember when I was pregnant and I came, we were, you know, we went to McDonald's and I ordered, you know, the 20 piece nugget for five bucks. And they said, what kind of sauce mm-hmm. do you want? And I said, sweet and sour. It was me and my husband in the car. I said, sweet and sour. And they're like, oh, we're out of sweet and sour. Would you like barbecue? And, you know, they start naming all the others. And I looked at my husband. I was like, we got to go. We got to go. We're not going here. And he's like, are you serious? I was like, cancel the order. We wouldn't know. There's another. And he was like, you can't be. I'm like, you can't be seriously arguing with me right now. We are leaving. So we didn't. We didn't order it. He got embarrassed actually that first time. And then he ordered something because he was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm not going to sit here and cancel this order and like drive away. But then so we went to another McDonald's and they were also out of sweet and sour sauces. So but but we went on a trek. I want to say we did either four or five. We went to every McDonald's in West Sacramento. And I still remember we ended up by the one oh my by God. Ikea, which was like the farthest one from our house. And they had sweet and sour. So <laughs> but it was that important because I needed the nuggets, but I wasn't going to eat them without the sweet and sour. And again, I think. Girl, right? I feel That's you. That's what I'm saying. And he looked at me like this is this has gone too far, you know. But then I'm like, <laughs> I have a baby in my uterus. <laughs> you don't get to say what I eat and what you know. I was like on a rampage. <laughs> so I got my nuggets and it was all happy. But it was a you know. That's one of the things that I know, like, oh, wow, in any other time of my life, other than being pregnant, this would be like, they'd be like, whoa, what is going on? There's something, <laughs> there's something else going on with this girl, you know? So that's my crazy McNugget story. That is so funny. That actually reminds me of what happened recently. We were coming back from one of my appointments and it was like lunchtime. So Juan, my husband was like, so what should we grab for lunch? And I was like, you know what I want (laughs) McDonald's, you know, I want McDonald's (laughs) so ominous. Let's not play. Okay. And then he was like, he goes, yeah, but I'm craving curly fries. 
and I was like, oh, you're craving. You're <laughs> craving? You're craving curly fries? I just start like ripping into him like, oh, really? You're the one with the pregnancy cravings here today? <laughs> okay, let's go to somewhere with curly fries because you're craving curly fries. <laughs> You're growing a whole human person. Yeah, yeah, you, okay, you try to wherever you want to go then. <laughs> and he was just like, I, I don't even know why I brought that That's up. where'd you end up going, though? Oh, we went to oh, both. Okay. We went to uh, McDonald's go. for me, and then Jack in the Box for him. That's so. very generous. Compromise, right? That's it. That's how you survive pregnancy <laughs> in a relationship. Yes. I don't yes. remember a specific time, but I do remember moments where like I'd request food and it wasn't the right food and I'd cry like this isn't what I asked for. he's like like for example if I asked for like um like a coffee maybe it was like mocha or whatever and he came home with like vanilla I'm like no this is this is wrong like you can't get this wrong you gotta get it right to fulfill my cravings like and then it's super super sad though right like you're like really actually sad about it yeah because you're looking forward to it yeah like your expectations are here and then like just not meeting it sucks. Yeah. I hope you all got a kick out of that. That is super hilarious. I was producing the episode, so um, I was cracking up in the background listening to them share these stories. Uh, another shout out uh, to Juan for surviving uh, that that time of uh, that was difficult. But um, shout out to these three lovely ladies who shared a little bit about um, uh, their experiences with fast food and cravings and and wonderful news. Um, uh, just a quick update. We may touch on this in a later episode, but. Um, Juan and Lisa, they uh, they had their baby boy, um, which whom I will have the pleasure of baptizing soon. Um, so uh, Joseph Benjamin, congratulations uh, to Juan and Lisa, and um, yeah, uh, it's so great, so great. Those pregnancy cravings um, led to nourishment for for uh, Joe Ben for Ben, and um, and now he's here in the world. So uh, see. Cravings can lead to something beautiful, even fast food cravings. All right. Well, um, that's uh, our first part of the show. We're going to uh, hear a, um, a story about fast food and cravings, and, and sometimes we don't get what we want. Aaron Santos, our fam and fed introduction um, person... <laughs> Does he have a better title than that? Let us know. Let us know what we should call Aaron. But Aaron Santos is going to walk us through a story about um, fast food cravings, disappointment, and then uh, redemption. <laughs> All right. Aaron. What's up, guys? It's Aaron. I do the intros. If you guys know my voice, you can't see my face. But uh, something that you guys may not know is that I used to work at the Newman Center at Sacramento with Father Raj when he was a chaplain and Cecilia Flores when she was the director. And we would hang out there a lot, have a lot of fast food uh, stories and just food stories in general, because that's where we worked. That's where we hung out. But today we want to share a very specific story uh, surrounding a fast food place that we hold near and dear to our Filipino hearts, Jollibee. And this particular story is going to be told to us by some friends. One of them you guys may already know and recognize if you listen to the um, coffee episode of our podcast. And uh, our other friend, well, let's just have her introduce herself. 
Hello, everyone. It's actually my first time here in the Famine Fed podcast. Um, my name is Jellamy, but um, my friends call me Jelly. And I met um, Aaron and Atisisi and Father Raj and Ralph at um, the Newman Center about four or five years ago, too. And um, I was the music director at the Newman Center um, during this time that this story, well, actually before this story happened. And yeah, and we just hung out there. Um, I'm a music teacher and a photographer and an avid fan of Jollibee for 25 years now. So, yep. All right. Um, as Jelly mentioned, my name is Ralph. You probably heard me, like Aaron said, from the barista episode of Famine Fed. I also known um, at the CC and Father Raj through the Newman Center when um, I was one of their student leaders for um, for years. And fun fact for this episode is it was during the time when Jelly is um, celebrating her birthday or it's it's near her birthday. And then my gift to her is her camera. That's how she started her photography. And it's during this time about the double rice story. Take it away, Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ralph. Um, so um, to give you guys a little bit of context, um, this was around lunchtime. Um, Aaron was clocking off work and we were all at the Newman Center just mm -hmm. chilling and hanging out. And um, Father Raj and I have like started this monthly tradition of going to Jollibee every like once a month um, just to catch up and well we love Jollibee and so um, and mind you um, all of us were really hungry and yep. so um, Aaron and I um, or was was Ralph in the car too but I'm pretty sure Ralph car. joined with us but yeah. we needed to wait until uh, I clocked off of work yeah yeah there you go yeah and so we three of us were in the car and we drove to Jollibee, which is kind of like a 20, 30 minute drive from the center. So it was a while. And so we took everyone's orders. And so um, for those of you who don't know what Jollibee is, it's a fast food chain um, that serves basically uh, burgers, chicken, rice, spaghetti, um, Filipino staples. And so um, for their menu, when you get a meal of something, usually it comes with rice and a drink, and maybe you can add fries if you really want to. Um, and so we went there, had the list of orders. Um, and on Father Raj's order, I think he had chicken and um, and the chick the chicken meal and and he said double rice on the on the text message and so i just read all the orders and um in my head rice is automatic when you get a meal but this lady was like asking me like oh what kind of side do you want um there's fries mashed potatoes and steamed rice and i'm like in my head i'm like why would you ask me about steamed rice when it's already like with the meal mm -hmm. and so i was like for every order i'm just like oh let's just get like extra fries because you know it, we didn't have fries in, in our in our meal orders and so we drove back to the newman center and everyone was like so patiently waiting for their orders and, and we, we looked like crazy <laughs> yeah and we looked like crazy people <laughs> yeah bringing like bags two or three bags of orders with drinks and everything and so we started handing out everyone's food and I remember I ordered the spaghetti. So when I opened mine, I was like, oh, there's fries and spaghetti and chicken and my drink. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. 
And then everyone else started opening their their boxes and it's like, oh, there's more fries and no rice. But and what's the rice? Yeah, there yeah. was no rice. And when Father <laughs> Raj opened because <laughs> he said double rice, right? And so when he opened his box, there's like two pieces of chicken and twice the french fries not rice and so i felt so bad and i'm just like nope i it's like what did you say jelly i'm like no i literally just read the text message as it was it said double rice and i'm just like well i'll be fine right and i i can see the look at father roger's face it's like nope this ain't gonna work there's chicken there must be rice and so i frantically was was like okay he already waited for 30 40 minutes for this meal and i'm like okay i'm just gonna go drive out to panda express and just order steamed rice and father raj was like i no, i'll just door dash it we'll door dash it and i was like oh never heard of DoorDash before and so we ordered i think one or two large orders of panda express and you know kudos to our door dash driver for literally just picking up white rice yeah <laughs> steaming hot white rice so there you go and so now i'm just forever known as the fries girl and this memory it's already two years old and it's still you know yeah very very that we that double that. fries girl exactly <laughs> but gel shouldn't uh shoulder all of the blame because like ralph and i were there in the car too but like we mentioned yeah. earlier we always take these food trips and we take the yeah. orders and ralph and i heard jelly say double rice but jelly was right this lady was particularly insistent on what sides do you want what sides do you want so jelly just <laughs> naturally was like all right well we we already said double rice for father raj aaron's getting rice ralph's getting rice we'll just order extra fries since this lady wants us to have other sides i guess and everyone <laughs> just had right had fries <laughs> father raj yeah, had double in his box <laughs> and mind you, like, I, I mean, we go to Jollibee at least one, like every month or every two or three months. And I think at this time, I, I've, I haven't been there in probably two or three months, but I'm just like, I was just shocked because I was like, could you really change up your menu that like that quickly? <laughs> yeah. So I was confused. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, thank you guys both for taking the time to be here with us today and sharing this story. I know it takes us back. It takes me back for sure, for sure. Those were some uh, fun times for all of us all being there at the center, just hanging out, working, eating different foods, lots of food runs over there from McDonald's, Taco Bell, breakfast to uh, Jollibee. But this particular instance right here, remembering just how hungry father raj was and he had to stay behind at the center and he's like oh yeah i'd, I'd love jollibee i'll get chicken and and double rice and that man waited and then had to wait some more because we were not about he was he thought about it he looked at his chicken and we saw him thinking he we saw him thinking he was not about to eat no jollibee fries with his chicken and so we really got that pan he won there for like a couple minutes i'm like Am I gonna, you know, stick with the, you know, with the fries, you know, and like, no, <laughs> there's no <laughs> way. It happen. Yeah, and, and I, I think we started just giving people fries yep. at that point. We're just like, you, do you want some fries? Sure. <laughs> 
And in typical Filipino fashion, we shared that food. And also in typical Filipino fashion, we waited for the rice to get there before we ate our food. Um, but yeah, <laughs> such such great times. Thank you guys again for both being here, taking time out of your busy schedules to come hang out and be with the fam and fed crew. So Father Raj, back to you guys. Yeah. Well, that was uh, the um, double fries or double rice uh, story, Jollibee story. Thank you, Aaron, for, for walking us through that story. Thank you, Jelami and Ralph. Um, and yeah, speaking for some the person mentioned in that story who was desperately craving uh, some rice, you know, was disappointed, but... Uh, but God, God provided a way for us to get that rice uh, via DoorDash. So uh, thanks to all the little tools that <laughs> help us. We're thanks. Uh, we're grateful to God that He gives us these ways that we can still in- encounter these good things. And um, and uh, just a note to to enunciate and make clear when you're making your orders, um, especially when you're um, when you're charged with uh, providing a a priest with uh, his only meal for the day after long hours of not having eaten anything. Thank you, Jelami. Um, I forgive you. All right. Uh, well, um, I, I can't wait to get Cece back on on the show, and, and she can give us her honest reaction about that story and and uh, other thoughts about fast food. This won't be our last uh, fast food episode, um, but uh, uh, we do we do have a, a lot to talk about with the fast food industry. Um, this next story is is a, is a great one. It's an interview I was able to do with with uh, a friend of of the show. You actually many of you probably heard him on our um, Hawaii episode, on our Hawaiian food episode. But Father EJ was blessed uh, to ask. Uh, he was blessed um, being asked to do something special, um, and uh, they had asked him to bless a fast food restaurant and actually a couple. You'll hear it in the interview. Um, so, uh, without further ado, this is uh, my interview with Father EJ about blessing fast food restaurants. So we are here with a beloved famished and fed guest and, and friend of the family, friend of the show, Father EJ from the Diocese of Honolulu, who has a wonderful story about uh, one time he was asked to bless a fast food restaurant. Um, as a priest, we get asked to bless a lot of interesting things, and, and Father EJ was asked to bless a fast food restaurant. Tell us about that, Father EJ. Hi, Father Raj. Uh, thanks for having me um, on this session uh, honor and privilege always to uh, uh, listen to your podcast and to uh, be here and share share my stories. Um, yeah, so uh, this would have probably been about two, maybe three years ago now at this time. Um, I was the uh, parochial vicar of at Our Lady Perpetual Church in Eva Beach. And um, they opened a brand spanking new uh, Jollibee uh, restaurant uh, over there at the uh, Kamakana Li'i Mall. Uh, one of the newest and largest malls um, on the island of Oahu. And um, it was an honor and a privilege. Actually, um, the manager, or, or I guess the owner of the Jollibee, was a, a parishioner of another parish, but the priest there couldn't, um, uh, wasn't able to do it. So he called me and he said, Father EJ, um, what I'm going to ask you, you can't say no. Um, for this big favor. So I said, okay, uh, what does it entitle? And he goes, well, you know, you'll probably get a very nice stipend, but you'll also get your your picture in the paper and probably a free lunch for a few days. 
Uh, and I said, oh, where, where are you talking about? And he goes, oh, they're opening a new Jollibee uh, at the new mall in Kapolei, and uh, I want you to go and bless it because I'm not able to go. So I, I was able to go to the grand opening and blessing of uh, that particular Jollibee. I believe that's the newest uh, Jollibee restaurant in Hawaii. I'm not too sure if there was one that's, that opened on Maui or might be opening up soon. Um, but, yeah, so I, it was a wonderful, fun experience. Uh, got to bless the uh, new facilities, brand new building, uh, the workers, the uh, benefactors, the um, stockholders, I guess, you could, stakeholders, oh, if you could yeah, say, yeah. they were all there. Uh, you know, people flew in from the Philippines, people flew in from the mainland, and of course, you know, the, all of the, the Hawaii big shots were, were there as well. Um, and in honor, you know, of course, uh, Jollibee is a beloved place, not only for us uh, Filipinos, uh, but definitely for the Filipinos at heart. And so it was a very happy and joyous occasion. I got to take a uh, take a picture with a bucket of chicken yes. and with uh, the Jollibee bee. And uh, I even did a little dance with him, too, you know. After oh, the oh, yeah. If you've seen <laughs> Father EJ on TikTok, you know that he's got some dancing skills. So um, we can only imagine. But it wasn't a regular bucket of chicken, right, Father EJ? It was like a giant it was a huge, bucket. huge, giant bucket of chicken. Um, and uh, I was I, – I at first thought it was like fake um, – uh, like, like fake like food? Plastic, like fake, plastic like fake chicken? Food and, Plastic chicken, like, they, and they rolled it out, you know, before the blessing. I was like, oh, it must be a plastic chicken. And then, like I said, the blessing, and I was going out to sprinkle, sprinkle it. I kind of walked by, and I got a waft of that, you know, wonderful <laughs> smell of the Jollibee, um, of, the, of the Jollibee Golden, chicken. The chicken and joy. Just, the, you the walked right joy. into some chicken joy. I walked, it's chicken joy, literally chicken joy. And uh, I remember stopping, and I told the manager, like, this is real chicken. She said, yes, Paul. What did you think it was? <laughs> now, now, the big question, Father EJ, did they let you take any of that chicken home? They did. I got like five buckets of chicken to take home. Oh, um, wow. And um, like a dozen or so mango pies. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they really, I mean, of course, you know, they're very generous. Um, and they really took care. Literally, I did have lunch for like a whole week. Nice. Uh, chicken joy was coming out of my nose and everything, but uh, it was a wonderful, nice. good experience, and grateful and happy I was able to have that. that now, um, have you been asked to bless any other other? Um, is that the only fast food restaurant you've ever been asked to bless? No, I also bap, uh, baptized, uh, bless <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also ba bless the uh, subway. Oh, at that mall, yeah, at that oh, mall. Wow. They were, yeah, they. Uh, Did they, they see you blessing the Jollibee? <laughs> no, they saw no, you blessing the Jollibee, and they wanted you to <laughs> bless, <laughs> bless theirs too. Now, buddy, 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 please come here. No, no, no. Uh -huh. um, actually, I, I blessed the subway first, oh. and then a few weeks later, because it was like a grand opening of the the mall, um, and then a few weeks later, I blessed the uh, the Jollibee. So, yes, yeah, so I did bless the subway at that mall, and the Jollibee. Nice. And I'm just Wonderful. trying to think, did I, did I bless anything? I mean, offices and everything, but yeah, none of this. Yeah. Man, no, nobody, nobody's asked me to bless their fast food restaurant. Maybe one day. <laughs> if you're listening out there, call Father bless, Yeah. If you're in California and need me to bless a Chick-fil-A or a, or a Jollibee and in and out I'll be there. Is, is Chick-fil-A in, in California now? Yeah. 
Really? Well, you got to come back, Father EJ. Oh my goodness! That that I might I might uh, risk getting COVID for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have a place to stay. You you can quarantine here. I'll quarantine. And I'll get you as much Chick Fil A as you need. Um, well, thank you, Father EJ. Thank you for sharing uh, with, you, with us uh, these fast food stories. Blessing fast foods. It's it's always uh, great to have you on. And um and um. Aloha, mahalo. Mahalo, uh, mabuhay. Mabuhay. <laughs> All right, take care. Take care. All right, a big thanks again to Father EJ. Um, <laughs> we'll put those photos, if you haven't seen them already, on our social media of the giant bucket of chicken and the um, uh, Father EJ with uh, the Jolly Bee. You can just imagine him dancing. Somehow we've lost the video of that, but um, I'm sure you can imagine it. Just pair it up with one of uh, Father EJ's uh, TikTok videos. You can find him uh, on TikTok, and we'll post those links on our social. Um, all right. Just to wrap a couple things up here, uh, as we we often do on Famished and Fed, we um, have some food and faith facts for you, like um, these interesting stories that have to do with with the topic at hand, but but also with uh, tying them into our faith. Um, so Cece's not here today, so I don't have anybody to bounce these stories off of. So you, the listener, I'm just going to imagine you reacting to these stories. All right. So uh, first off, first uh, fast food faith fact. It's not actually a fact, though. You know, um, it's a question for you. Um, some might call it a joke, but but it's it's really a question. Do you know what the most Catholic fast food restaurant out there is? No. Yes. The most Catholic fast food restaurant is. Pope Yes Chicken. Get it? Popeye's Chicken? Pope Yes? No? Uh, Ethan, drop the laugh track in? <laughs> Alright, uh, I don't know how well that bad joke um, played, but um, hopefully that brought some enjoyment to some of you all. Um, but we know that a lot of fast food fast food restaurants do have a Catholic connection to them, a Christian connection to them. So, so many of you guys probably um, know that uh, Domino's. There's a lot of uh, uh, connection, ca- Catholic roots to Domino's. Tom Monahan, um, the uh, original owner of Domino's Pizza, he um, he grew up in a Catholic orphanage, and he's really uh, into his faith. So uh, there's that connection. Many of you know about uh, Chick-fil-A, as you heard uh, from Jessica, um, that you know there's some Christian roots uh, to Chick-fil-A. Um, you can think about whenever you go into the, the Chick-fil-A stores, they're playing uh, instrumental Christian contemporary music, so you often find yourself singing along to some of those songs. Um, also, In-N-Out. Many of you know that In-N-Out has um, Bible verses printed on their packaging, so you can see that on their cups and on their wrappers. Um, wonderful opportunity while you're eating fast food to reflect on the Bible. So, uh, you need to read more Bible? Go eat more In-N-Out. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's my that, that's my excuse sometimes. All right. Um, next fast food faith fact. Um, 
a few years ago, um, they built a McDonald's right on the corner of uh, uh, in a, of a building in the Vatican uh, that was on Vatican property, and it, it was met with um, some controversy. Some cardinals didn't want to be associated with that kind of consumerism, capitalism. But but as a good note, um, this uh, McDonald's, which has been lovingly labeled McVatican, um, has, has been working with the local community and with the church to provide uh, free Wi-Fi for, for those who need it, as well as um, as meals, meal vouchers for homeless or those who need it. So again, maybe not the most ideal thing, but at least some, some good was coming out of it. And I won't get into too many of the details, but I thought I'd share that with you. If you're ever in, in, in Rome or visiting the Vatican, you might check out uh, the McVatican. Um, Speaking of uh, the Vatican and, and kind of shifting gears here, here's another uh, faith story. Um, have you ever um, seen a fast food restaurant converted into a sacristy? Yeah, that's the question for you. Have you ever seen that happen? Well, it happened um, a few years ago um, in 2015, Pope Francis, on his visit to Bolivia, um, had uh, they planned it out that, that for where he was about to have mass, there were no buildings nearby, so um, the organizers rented out a Burger King for the Holy Father so that he um, could change um, into his vestments for the mass. They would prepare for the mass there, and so you can see it. Um, this uh, Burger King sacristy, there's photos out there, um, but uh, quite interesting quite fascinating. Let us know what you think in our social. We'll post that picture um, uh, of the Burger King sacristy. Alright, um, last little fast food story anecdote here. So um, I'm not sure if many folks have, have heard of this or thought of it, but um, um, one uh, beloved fast food item that many of us, uh, you know, will probably have an episode just to feature on this, but um, it's French fries, right? Y'all know French fries, but um, there is one historian uh, that claims that uh, French fries have a Catholic root to them, and uh, uh, this story comes to us from Belgium, which is traditionally one of the places where um, French fries have been known um, to have originated, right? Um, French fries or Belgian fries, those are the two most common uh, origin stories of the French fry. But, but one Belgian um, French fry connoisseur, the art historian from the Frit Museum, uh, a Belgian museum devoted to uh, Belgium's history with the potato and the french fry. His name is Paul Illigams. Um, it would, uh, he cites that if we really want to talk about the origins of the french fry, we may have to go back uh, to a particular saint. And this saint is not Belgian, is not French, but a Spanish saint, uh, a beloved Spanish saint, Saint Teresa of Avila, um, and and according to Paul Illigams, um, that way before other um, you know notions of the French fry appeared in history, uh, there is one document that that says that that Saint Teresa and her sisters may have contributed to uh, the 
creation of the French fry. He cites a document from December 19, 1577, where St. Teresa is writing in Spanish, um, where she's uh, saying uh, thank you to a benefactor for having sent uh, a kind note, a letter, um, uh, with potatoes um, and uh, several lemons and some other good ingredients. And then uh, these potatoes were then seen um, being prepared and distributed uh, to uh, the patients at one of the um, hospitals that, that, the, that the Discalced Carmelites uh, were serving, this order um, of St. Teresa's. And from there, Elegems makes uh, the theory that perhaps these French fries, in order to serve uh, the most patient, these potatoes, in order Order to serve the most patients were were sliced up and uh, and and served uh, to these patients. Um, now, other historians say that that it, it's probably unlikely that they were fried, that they were frites. But um, you know, I like to think of of that as the origin. You know, every time another reason um, to uh, to go get some French fries is my devotion uh, to uh, the Carmelite spirituality. Um, so there you have it, friends. If you're looking for a reason, reason to go get some french fries um connected with uh, saint Teresa of avila uh ask for her intercession um don't go overboard um but you know i like to think that that you know she said nothing let nothing disturb you and if you have french fries you know you're rarely you're rarely, you don't feel disturbed there's a sense of peace <laughs> when you're eating french fries um I'm sure CC would agree with that, um, and maybe some of our listeners would agree with that too. So let us know. Our, do you think? Do you believe this story, this connection to the French fry and Saint Teresa of Avila? Uh, has this helped you in your faith journey to to desire um, uh, like Saint Teresa to desire God more, ever more to trust Him in Him more? Uh, let us know. All right. Well, that was your fast uh, food facts. That was tough. Without Cece to bounce off of and her reactions, um, a little bit tough there. But uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you, uh, the listeners, uh, think. All right. Um, to wrap it up here today, we wanted to do a callback to um, one of our um, most recent episodes, our coffee episode. And if you remember, in our coffee episode, we were mentioning um, Honduras and um, you know the coffee that that um, Cecilia and Bob actually tasted was from Comayagua in Honduras. And sadly, as, as many of you know, um, the country has been uh, ravaged um, by Hurricane Eta. And um, on the way, sadly, is um, another hurricane. And so uh, we just wanted to provide this space for folks if, um, if you want to um, help provide. And we know there's lots of... Um, concerns out in the world and maybe other places where you you all the listeners are sharing um of yourself and being generous but we wanted to just provide this opportunity um uh so the organization that cecilia and i um have have been blessed to work with cecilia for for longer than i when she lived uh, she was a missionary for for the missioners of christ i was able to serve with them um last summer but um so the missioners of christ they are there they're on the ground there in honduras and so if you wanted to um support them um support the people in honduras in a direct way um you can check out their website so that's missionersofchrist.org/support and then just look for their emergency uh, fund for Hurricane Eta relief fund. Um, 
Uh, I'll just read to you what, what their um, support page says, um, and you can consider for yourself um, how or if you uh, will donate. Um, but um, this is what the support says, page says. In recent days, our beloved Honduras has been hit extremely hard by Hurricane Eta, and it has caused great and grave damage to the infrastructure of the communities and the country and caused human loss at the national level. In the last hours, we realized that several communities and the surrounding aldeas have suffered the greatest damage in the Comayagua Valley due to the unexpected land and mudslides in the mountains and flooding of the rivers and streams. Many houses were completely lost in these Mission Mountain communities where we serve constantly in Mission. We have joined forces with the Missionaries of Charity, the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, and two local parishes to respond to the people's needs and begin to collect resources uh, to help. And so, um, as I mentioned, you know, I was blessed to um, have the opportunity to serve alongside these missionaries uh, last last year, and I know they do great work. And so, if you want to donate directly to someone uh, to a group that is um, working with families and helping with the relocation efforts and and just providing for the basic needs of people that come to their door, um, please uh, check this out. And then, like I guess I said, as I said, I, we know that there's lots of other um, things we can be supporting out in the world. So um, we thank you for your generosity in this way. If this is how you want to donate, um, also check out so many other things to help the people of the Philippines. Uh, Cecilia and I are both Filipino, and um, so many organizations that are helping out there um, with. The their uh, destruction that they're dealing with there and, and, and all the families who are suffering. So um, I guess just an appeal to to any of our listeners, if you've got, if you can make a sacrifice or if you've got surplus to share to help out our brothers and sisters, that that's why we're here, right? That's why we do this podcast. It's because we know that we're members of one family. And, um, you know, if we can do a part to help bring food to other people or nourishment in other ways or even some kind of peace and consolation, uh, that's what this is about, right? And we're famished. We have all, we all have different needs, uh, but the Lord finds some way to feed us and and, um, and that is so often through the hands, uh, through the, the work, through the generosity of, of our brothers and sisters. And so um, maybe he's calling you to do that today. Um, so again, you can donate uh, to Honduras, um, to these efforts uh, via missionersofchrist.org slash support. Um, and check for the Honduras efforts, or, um, you know, um, we'll put in our social other places you can donate um, to help other um, things going on in our world, or you can just uh, be motivated and look it up yourself, Um, you know, uh, that's what family does, we try and help them one another, so thank you again, family, uh, for considering that. All right, we're going to wrap up uh, this episode uh, today by just letting you know that um you know we are hoping to do a Thanksgiving episode and where we're going to announce the winner of our giveaway. We're also looking for if if you have anything that you're thankful for uh this year, you want to send a soundbite into our email or um DM us or whatnot. We want to feature you, give you all a shout out um for those things that you're thankful for, especially um um food related items but but it doesn't have to be. If you want to just let us know um, what, even in this crazy year, uh, you are thankful for, we want to include those um, in our next episode, probably after uh, the credits roll. But just to show, um, again, how as a family we are we are grateful. So um, on behalf of uh, Cece and myself uh, and all those who work with Famine Fed, uh, we're grateful for y'all. We're grateful for, for you all for, for listening. And, and, um, and I know this uh, episode was kind of different and unique, but 
but you know, um, I think that's what was cool about it. So uh, if you like that, let us know. If you if you didn't like it too much, you can let us know that too. We're always trying to improve and, and serve y'all and and just uh, do things for the greater glory of God. So as we wrap up here, uh, thank you. Uh, our, our normal thank yous you here at the end, but thanks uh, to Jessica and and Lisa and Romilia and, and Father EJ, uh, Aaron, Jelly, Ralph, all those people that had shared in uh, in one way or another for this episode. Um, always a thanks to Ethan, our sound editor, who had a little bit more work to do this time around. So thank you, Ethan, um, and uh, the Urban Picks crew. Check out their other podcasts. But as always, come to the table and stay fed, fam. Peace. Fam and Fed is a production of Urban Picks. All things to all. You can find all of our content on our website www.urbanpicks.com slash famandfed Please like and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google or wherever you get your podcasts If you want to contact us send us an email at famandfed at urbanpicks.com or leave us a comment on the Urban Picks website Thanks everybody, we'll see you next time <laughs>